Hi, Karen. Happy late January. It's wonderful to see you today. Ooh, Katie, wonderful to see you as always. Happy. What the fuck day is it? January. Seriously, January. I am I'm really like kind of pushing off the winter doldrums right now, even though it has been negative five for a few days and real, real rough here. Um, but at the same time, like I actually feel okay. It hasn't gotten to me yet, which is kind of nice. It also like I'm realizing as I'm saying this to you that you're not most likely in snow because you're an indie oh. like right or are you oh yeah no I'm in snow oh you are oh. oh yeah I mean not like not your six inches of ice pack snow like some kind of weird tundra shit no no I mean there's some snow on there's snow on the ground it's the kind of snow that's pretty for the first five minutes and now it's just like lingering and gross but yeah mm. we have snow slushy yeah slushy and then it freezes over again yeah, it's uh, I feel like the high today. Well, I'll just say the last time I looked, it was nine degrees here. Oh, 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 okay, yeah. Wait, what? Oh, yeah. Well, it's cold everywhere. I mean, India, I feel like usually is warmer than Chicago, but like my colleagues in Florida are cold. It's cold in D.C. It's cold in Texas. Like, I don't know True. what this band of like Arctic nonsense looks like, but it's like very big. <laughs> We are all in the frozen tundra vibes right now. Like this oh is God. seriously, I talked to my mom yesterday and she said it was five degrees. So like, I guess we're all in the same boat. Like that's, ugh. I I just have to complain. I just have to be a Midwesterner and complain about this for a second. And then I'm done that I spent last week in St. Pete, Florida. Oh yeah. And I was like, ah, Florida, DeSantis, whatever. But of course, St. Pete is lovely and weird and artsy and- there was this like freak heat spell. I mean, it's warm in Florida anyway, but when I left the Tampa airport on Friday, it was almost 80 degrees. And then I what? landed in Chicago. Oh yeah. Yeah, it was almost 80. It was so warm outside. It was freaky like, oh. Cause it had been in like fifties, the sixties. We had a tornado, but then Friday, freakishly warm. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I mean- Freakishly is the key term there, I think. It's like, this is scary. I, Yeah, global warming, climate change, all of it, like, makes me so sad. And, I mean, that's just, I can't even say it like that. Like, that's just beyond, it's beyond sadness. It's just like. Yep. Yeah. <sighs> yeah, moment of silence for global warming. Polar <laughs> <laughs> bears. I know. Yeah. I know. But yes, we haven't seen each other for a few weeks and yeah, right. it's wonderful to see you again. I have gotten a lot of great feedback on Tanya's episode from friends. So Tanya, if you're listening after your um, sunrise hot tub, I hope that you know that everyone loves you, including us. Thank you again. Thank you again. And oh my God, I'm so jealous of the hot tub, especially now. I mean, I feel like you and I both freaked out as soon as she said it, but now I'm like, oh yeah. I would definitely take her up oh on the offer to join her and to watch the sunrise in the hot tub. Yeah, that sounds lovely. Also, it probably isn't that cold in Santa Barbara. I don't know. I haven't looked at the weather, but yeah, I'm doubting it's five or nine. <laughs> she doesn't have frost inside her window. Like Americano Angel just sent a photo of like the like, fr yeah, frost inside the kitchen window. 
Oh, that's the worst. I know okay. that so well. That's the worst. Yeah, okay. I I am pushing off, but I don't think I can push it off much longer. Like putting that um plastic over your window. Do you know what I'm talking oh, about? Oh, yeah. And then you tape it and then you hair dry it. And like, I mean, I, I the past couple of years, every single time this has happened, like every single time we put these up on our windows downstairs, Tyler and I get in a fight. Like he, oh, I'm God. like, you're not cutting it right. <laughs> put the tape here. No, use the thing. And he was just like, this isn't fun for me. I need to leave. And I was, and so then now that's why we're kind of pushing it off. He's like, I fucking hate that stuff. And I was like, fair but also we're cold like we need to you know so maybe I'll do it myself but it's kind of hard to do by yourself so it is and I I will admit I haven't done it since I lived in a very 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 old building and I will admit I maybe didn't do this exactly the way you were supposed to but it kept ballooning out like a parachute like oh yeah though yeah there was so much like wind coming in through the windows that like yeah it was just oh my god it's so sad because you had that much like seeping cold air into oh yeah your house yeah it just and I like I said I didn't seal it the way I should have but still still I mean I think you need a PhD in physics to know how to seal that shit like that is those are not really made very well also they're three dollars at CVS so there might something to that effect like there might be a clue exactly okay before we move on to our topic I will just say this life-changing buy for me smart space heaters Ooh, what's a smart space heater that like you can control from your phone and that you can control on google oh, i shouldn't have said the g word wait really okay wait yeah. i would love to know about this because i only have the space heaters that will burn hot down your house so no like i'm pretty oh sure <laughs> i'm pretty sure i need to upgrade to smart space heaters Ooh, the brand is govee i think g-o-v-e-e i've probably found them on some like wire cutter list but yeah no like I our upstairs bathroom is freezing and before I know I have to go to the bathroom I will sit here on my phone and turn on the heater for like 10 minutes yeah or I can have the g word do it game changer really and it just heats the whole room oh yeah oh that's fantastic I know I love Hmm. them okay I'm gonna have to tell my sister about this too because she maybe moving into a place that has one room with no heat. And I'm like, that's, yeah. So, um, oh, hmm, okay. okay, that's interesting. I mean, I guess why not, right? Like you you should be able to control everything on your phone. So like that would, I, I never think about that kind of stuff. Like we have one of those Nest uh, thermostat things that came with our house. Yes. And we have, neither of us have hooked it up to our phone, which there is no excuse for that because we could be out of the house and like turn it down, like, no, we're like, what? How does this Wi-Fi? What? Like, it's just, yeah. I mean, yeah. we're really showing our Gen X. Actually, that's not even true. We're just like, <laughs> even my dad, who is a boomer, is probably yelling at the podcast right now. Like, you can do it. You can do it. You have an app. You have a phone. No, I mean, you're right, Dad. I know. I, and I probably, you know, I'm wondering how much my decision to lean into the tech is influenced by the millennial in my house, who's just mm. like. No, everything needs to be smart. Like, what are we doing? How are we living our lives? (laughs) How are we living our lives? So true. Okay, so I'm so excited about this topic because I do think that this could be like four podcasts and maybe it will be, who knows? But I love kicking it off with this one, Karen. And 
yeah go ahead i really i am actually really excited about this because i don't think we've talked about this exactly before i don't think we have either though who knows 160 episodes and who knows so Mm -hmm. this was from my another insight from my brilliant colleague slash coach um i was describing a very emotional reaction to a meeting i had at work and she said well your emotion is your intuition it is giving you a message And it was like this light bulb, this like what moment? And I immediately thought of you and Googled and found this Harvard Business Review article about intuition and the importance of intuition. And I just, I can't wait to talk about it with you. Me too. I love this so much. When you texted me, emotion is intuition. Like even just those three words are so resonant for me. It's like, that is, I mean... (laughs) Yeah, it's so resonant for me and it's also somewhat triggering it's the wrong word, but just like I think that for me and I wonder if others can relate to this is like there are so many instances where I have had emotion about something and I have either been gaslit or gaslit myself to say like, no, 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 no one else is feeling this way. So why am I feeling this way? Or, you know, or no one else is at least expressing that they are or you know, like, I shouldn't think this way. Oh, no, that person's actually really nice. Like, oh, they're trying their hardest. Like, yeah, like. Ugh. Yes, oof. all of it. All of it. Yes. I mean, that we definitely have talked about how, like, we get socialized to suppress our feelings. Yes. Which are really very important and giving us a lot of information. Yes. But I've never heard of it as emotion is intuition, because I think, like, it's like intuition is this buzzword of like, oh, well, what does your intuition say? You don't always know. Like, I think that's the thing. It's like, it's hard to always access intuition. And there definitely are times that I can identify in my life that I have accessed intuition and it's very, very loud. And it's like, hey, you're going to listen no matter what. Like, like, hey, hey, hey. But sometimes intuition is like a quieter voice that like ends up being, you know, a feeling that I have that mm-hmm. I don't think I've experienced. I, I don't think I've made the connection between the two until now. Mm-hmm. Ooh, that's a really good point. Cause I, I have been thinking of it as like this very immediate thing because that was the context of the conversation that she and I had, but you're right. Other times you just got to let it surface. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But also like mm-hmm. when you do have an emotion, I mean, I often will have emotions and I'll be like, why am I feeling this way? Like legitimately, like, why am I feeling like, I don't know sometimes. And it's just like, ugh. I don't want to feel yeah. this way usually. That's usually the answer. Yes. Ooh, okay. Insights from this article. And yes. if we decide to post this on YouTube and you see us, we are looking at screens right now. We apologize, yes. slash we don't. <laughs> slash no apologies. Yes. Um, ooh, okay. Yeah, Karen, I don't even know where to start. This This article, everybody, we're going to be linking in the show notes and it's called How to Stop Overthinking and Start Trusting Your Gut. Um, it's on the Harvard, Harvard business review site and it's incredible. I love it. It's by a social worker, licensed master social worker. I'd never heard that before. I've seen LCSW, but she's an LMSW. Oh. And this is one of the first things that struck me. And I'm quoting now, despite popular belief, there's a deep neurological basis for intuition. Scientists call the stomach, the second brain for a reason. Damn. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. That's so real. And yeah, I mean, I think 
it's just interesting to like later in that paragraph like it says that there are more neurons then there are more neurons in the stomach than are found in the spinal cord with point which points to the gut's incredible processing abilities i mean it's just interesting like you know like when you approach a decision intuitively your brain works in tandem with your gut to quickly assess all of your memories past learnings personal needs and preferences and then makes the wisest decision given the context shit right oh my gosh your gut like literally your gut and how many times do you like get a sinking feeling or get a sick feeling or get the butterflies or whatever like and i feel like we just don't pay attention to that the way we should i guess i don't want to say should but i i feel like i just don't feel like i take that information and use it for something mhm mm mm -hmm. i'm realizing but it's it's there like it's definitely yes. there yeah yeah and i also wonder like if anyone else feels this way, like I think that every time I've trusted my intuition, even though, even if it's been a hard decision that I had to make because of my intuition, it's been right. It's been good for me. Like to, it's like, it really has, I don't think ever really steered me wrong if I'm genuinely honest with myself. Yes. Even though it is usually the thing that sucks. Oh, totally. Totally. It like it. <laughs> yeah. Actually this exact conversation came up the other day um, when somehow my, a couple of our friends, we were talking about losing money, like in a, in a really frustrating way. And, um, as if losing money in any other way is not frustrating, but basically what happened is, is like many, many years ago, Tyler and I were looking at an apartment in San Francisco. Also, I just put a thumbs up and that. I know. I love it. You have <laughs> gestures turned on. It's very cute. How do I, how do I get my gestures off? I don't even know how to do that. Like that's... I hope it stays recognize hand gestures okay anyway um yeah i know people who are listening to this audio are like what anyway so, <laughs> so basically <laughs> what so basically um what happened was we went to this apartment we put down a deposit and like i just i had a weird feeling i just had a weird feeling mm. and we walked through it and i was like i i just it was a good price and it was a good neighborhood in San Francisco. And it was like on paper, it was actually pretty great. And, um, and I remember coming back to our place we were living at the time before we moved. And I told Tyler, I was like, I don't feel right. Like I, it was like the intuition was screaming. And I was like, I was kind of mad. I think that's the emotion that was attached. Some somehow mm. like my body was like, you need to feel something right now to know that your intuition is like speaking pretty loudly. And I was having like bad visions of things happening in that like space. Like, I mean, I was like, it, I was really strong on it. And I told Tyler and he was like, well, we just gave the guy our security deposit. Like maybe we can get Gosh. it back. And I was like, yeah. And oh, P.S. It was $3,300. Oh, shit. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so oh, yeah, that's a number ouch. I'll never forget. And so, um, so basically <sighs> long story longer, I, I, he's like, are you sure? And, and he's like, I think I could live there. And I was like, I'm not living there. I'm like, wow. I'm, I was like, I was like, I will not do this. And he was like, okay. And so, um, it wasn't a fight between us, but it was just like, it, I was like, I'm absolute. And so we ended up calling the guy. He of course had cashed the check and then changed his number. And then he ended up ghosting us and we like tried to find him and like, he didn't oh exist. And so like, it what? most likely would have been a horrible situation for us if we had actually taken that apartment. Um, but like, I just, and I do, I don't have as much anger about losing that money now, but 
it wouldn't oh. be so bad to have an extra $3,300 just sitting around. Yes. <laughs> but, you know, it's been a solid, I mean, I don't even know. It's probably been almost 10 years since then. So, anyway, it's just interesting, though, Ouch. like, when your intuition, it doesn't, like, it's it's not often, like, uh, easily explainable. It's just a feeling. It's like, it yes. is a gut feeling. It is from your gut. A thousand percent. And because it's that, because it's not rational a lot of the times, I do feel like we dismiss it. Yes. And like, I think the word she uses in the article is mystical, right? It's got this mystical mysticism attached to it. And it's just like, no, it is a physical thing that is happening. Your gut is processing information and it is trying to send you a message. And totally. Yeah. I Damn, think- I'm so glad you didn't live there. Oh, thanks. Me too. <laughs> I mean, I'm so glad we didn't live there. I mean, I, I'm thrilled about it, at, even though we lost. I mean, losing the 3300 it was probably nothing compared to the headaches that we would have experienced and that kind of stuff. But yes. I also think that, like, there are major moments, I think, in our lives that we think our intuition is like, hey, our intuition, like, piped up. But I actually don't think that's entirely accurate. Like, I actually mm. think our intuition is talking to us at all times. I really do. Ooh. Oh, I love that. I don't think it's just when we're making big decisions. Yes, of course, it matters when we're making dis- big decisions, but it's like how we walk through the world physically also. Like I've definitely had moments where I have been mm. walking down a road and been like, yeah, I'm going to turn left. I'm not going to turn right. Or like, you know, I don't know what would have happened if I turned right or whatever, but it's like you just if you really trust yourself, yeah. like you're so wise. It's like what we talked about before we hit record. Like we're so fucking smart and we just have to trust that. It's very true. Oh my gosh. The most ridiculous story popped into my head as a quick detour. I think I've told this story before. Maybe I was walking down the street in Chicago, North Clark street, just North of Devon. If you were a Chicago dweller, I very stupidly was walking home from something like very late at night. I shouldn't, Ooh. I should not have been right. And I'm walking and these, so suddenly there are two men walking toward me and I'm like, uh, okay. Oh no. Oh my God. Okay. Okay. Spoiler alert. Nothing bad happens to me. But so I'm walking <laughs> oh right. God. And like my, my intuition, my intuition is screaming at me like, you dumb bitch. Why didn't you get a lift? Like, right. All these things. And we're walking and then something appears on the sidewalk next to us. And these two men start screaming like little girls and it turns out it was a possum which is scary as fuck i mean they're so disgusting and these boys were coming from one of the gay clubs i'm not trying to stereotype them but they were two queens who were just like (laughs) and i was like i was scared of y'all look at you i mean they're like hitting each other just like screaming about this possum in the street and i was like I mean, that's actually really funny. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God, this makes me so happy that you were okay. Oh my God. I just was like, I'm so glad I didn't cross the street to miss this moment because that shit's hilarious. (laughs) But I should have crossed the street slash gotten a cab. I mean, I think after that, I want to say I did get a cab after that or I did get on the bus or like I did not continue to walk home another mile or whatever. Totally. Totally. But that is really funny. I mean, that's like, but also maybe your intuition was actually protecting you that these guys were not going to hurt you at all. You know, like the, in that moment, at least. Yes. No, I mean, I also screamed about the possum, but they really just <laughs> lost their minds. <laughs> Did the possum look at them and be like, mm. <laughs> yeah, right. Like, 
Girl, I'm just trying to get home myself, okay? Exactly. I'm trying to get some trash. Like, you are in my way. <laughs> chirp, chirp. I don't know. Do possums chirp? I don't think oh. possums make... Do possums make noise? I am going to try really hard to not laugh as hard as I want to laugh right now. <laughs> they don't chirp. I think that's... Maybe they grunt. Mm, okay. Sidebar. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. Okay, back yeah, to yeah. the article. Ooh. Yes, our very serious Harvard Business Review article. Um, okay, one of the things that really actually shouted out to me was this one section of the article about how to discern a gut feeling from fear. Like, I find that really interesting. So, so basically, I'm just going to read these two paragraphs because I think they're so interesting. Fear tends to be accompanied by bodily sensations of constricting or minimizing. You can feel tense, panicky, or desperate. It has a pushing energy as if trying to force something or selecting an option because you want to avoid a threat, rejection, or punishment. It can also be dominated. You can, if you're experiencing fear, you can have a lot of self-critical thoughts and that kind of thing. But intuition has a pulling energy as if your choice is moving you toward your best interest, even if that means pursuing a risk or moving more slowly than others. This is usually accompanied by feelings of excitement and anticipation or ease and contentment. Physically, gut feelings tend to cause your body to relax. With intuition, your inner voice is more grounded and wise, like a good mentor. Love. Right? There's not Love a panic with, with intuition. Is that how you felt when you were talking to your, you know, that person about the stressful work situation? Yes, I definitely. And I definitely have a sense of calm about it. And like, I love that. And that is like one of the top, that is the top bullet point of this article. Like it's broken into these sections, right? Four of them. And I'm so glad that was the first one because I do feel like that I started to question myself. What am I just afraid? It, I've made a decision about something at work. Am I just afraid? Am I not doing this thing because I'm just afraid? And Reading that gave me so much peace because it's just like, no, I feel great about this decision. Like, yeah, it is not, it is a, I am listening to a mentor voice, not I am listening to my lizard brain that's just like, run, bitch, run. It's very different. <laughs> yes, yes, completely. And it's like, it's it speaks to the wisdom of our bodies versus yes. always our minds. Like we actually can listen to our bodies. Our bodies are talking to us. Like this is not, every single decision does not need to be a cerebral decision. It's actually like your body knows more than your mind all the time anyway, at least in my opinion, in my experience. That is a mic drop for sure. Oof. Okay, okay, one more thing though. This article yes. really is just like really, okay. So one of the things that I love that this article mentioned is about like it's it's something where you can like test like try a snap judgment test so you can rely on rapid cognition so for example if you have a choice of something like so for example you could write on a piece of paper um will taking the promotion at my work make me happy and then list yes or no below the question then leave a pen nearby after a few hours of writing this down like just walk away and then come back to the paper and immediately circle the answer that comes to you don't think about it just circle it and like it might not be the answer that you like especially if the question is a big one but there's a good chance that you force yourself to respond honestly when you do the snap judgment test i love it i love that too also it's so yeah. hard 
it's really hard. It is really hard. I feel like I love the few hours because you're going to do other things. Hopefully, I mean, ideally, you're not just like ruminating on it. You're just like going to do other things. And then you surprise yourself like, what about this question, right? Like, totally. you just kind of like jump scare yourself into making a decision. Yes. And it also makes it, it makes it feel to me like things are a lot more simple than we make them to be. Yeah. Like things don't have to be so fucking complicated. Like they actually can just, it's, you know, like you don't need to be like, oh, yeah. but what about, but, but the thing that, you know, the person, the blah, blah, no. Yes or yeah. no. Yeah. Yes or no. And I also, and this is a very woo woo belief that I have that like when you have made the right choice for yourself, like the road appears under you, even if it's the hard thing, it usually is the hard thing. I feel like things just have a way of aligning themselves to like work out and it might not be awesome all the time, but I feel like when you've made the right choice, I don't know if you've had this experience of like deciding something and just feeling like just the stars, just the people, the things you need, the resources you need just align around you. Yes. 100%. Like I, there are so many examples of that in my life. Like, I mean, and it always is the harder choice pretty much. I mean, almost always. Like I remember, I mean, this is a deep cut. So this is many, 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 many podcasts ago, but there was a situation where someone in my life was saying something that bothered me. And my intuition was like, you need to say something. You cannot continue. Like, and the thing is, is that I, in my mind, I was like, well, it's okay though, because they're nice and they're good. And like, this is okay. And like, I did, I said something because I couldn't, I, I couldn't let it go. And it, it was like, I, and I did. And then the road, like you say, like it like appeared beneath me and thankfully mm -hmm. they did apologize and we're actually close friends. Like, it's fine now. We're like, but it's, uh, it was the hardest thing for me to do because my emotion, I was so angry, like circling back to that. Like I was so angry and my emotion was my intuition saying like, look, bitch, you need to say something. And I did. Yes. And I felt better about it, even though it was intensely uncomfortable, intensely uncomfortable. Oh my gosh. I think that's something she also talks about in here is like building up your discomfort, building up your tolerance for discomfort. Yes. Oh Yeah. I'm working on that this year. Are you? So, yeah, it's not going well. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Maybe it is going well because you don't want, like, you are, are you feeling discomfort? Is that part of the experience for you? Yes. And, like, discomfort and uncertainty. Those are the two big ones. Like, my trip to Florida was for, like, a fellowship. And I feel like something someone said was, like, this program is also about building up your tolerance for uncertainty. There are things you can control or influence and there's a lot of shit you can't and you just have to be able to sit with that wow oh god that's like i just like crawling out of my skin right same yuck yuck <laughs> i love that though like i i remember one time and i know we have to go because we're already over but like i remember one time I was talking to someone who is older than I am and like a mentor kind of to me. And um, I was like, well, I have to tell this person this thing. It was a work thing. And, um, and I was like, but it's really gonna, it's going to be really disappointing to them if I tell them mm -hmm. what I want to say. And she's like, you need to practice disappointing one person per day, Katie. And I was like, <laughs> oh, 
damn oh my god i know aggressive and like and but she's like seriously the nicest person you've ever met in your entire life and i was like do you and she's like oh no this is a a daily practice for me and i I don't think she's like going out to try to you know hurt someone or disappoint someone but she's like you need to get comfortable with disappointing people and i was like that's so uncomfortable because really what it is is i'm just it's either me disappoint someone else sometimes i'm not trying to say it's always binary but like or i'm not in integrity with myself and my intuition exactly the self-betrayal like we've talked about totally well and sometimes you know i again i think disappointment's okay for people to like you can't do that work for the other person like life is full of disappointments so either you're like good at handling them or you're not and that's not your job to handle that for somebody else totally caretaking another podcast Mm -hmm. yeah the 2024 list, man. Buckle up, everybody. We got a lot of deep. We're going deep this year. We're going deep. We're going deep into disappointment daily. <laughs> like this, is, <laughs> this is what's happening. <laughs> Today's disappointment is brought to you by the store that didn't have the shit you wanted. Exactly. Exactly. And the person you have to tell the store didn't have the shit you wanted, but also <laughs> that you didn't really want to go to that store. And so... You're just going to disappoint them <laughs> because your intuition said, don't go to that store. Anyway. Okay. <laughs> oh God. This has been really fun. And I can't wait to talk more about this because I actually think this is like such a good topic. And I love the idea that like fear is different than intuition. Like that's a new concept to me. I definitely did not ever think about that. Same. I love that part. Me too. Okay. All right. Well, thanks everybody for listening and we'll see y'all next week.